Hello everyone, welcome back to Not The Leap, the show where you both new and older movies. This is Gino. This is Robert. This is Ricardo. America. And Gio. Well, here we are again, guys. We're doing this again. And I don't know what else to say, but I'm pretty shocked of this week's The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to feel right now. Uh, Robert, tell us how do you feel about this one since it's your segment. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I was the one who kind of like wasn't fully on board in the first episode. Second episode was really good. It really improved. Then the third one just kind of went like flat a little bit. It was like, oh, it's yeah. flat. Like I still, I'm still into the story, but just like it's like not like I don't know. It's nothing special, I mean, right? It's just it's just it's just a, the story, a right? Zemo. Yeah, that was cool, but it's it's like it was it was like eh, you know, I had a lot of action, but I was like eh, you know uh this episode i feel like it, it got a lot better you know there was a lot it's really dark there's a lot of action in it but like it really episode like four? yeah this is yeah. episode four it really meant something and what i'm really liking about it is like there's a lot of ambiguity in the characters mm-hmm. like you don't know who's good and who's bad and the the ones who are supposed to be good are like kind of bad the ones who are supposed to be bad are kind of good and even the main characters the falcon and the Winter soldiers they're like where mm-hmm you know where are we going now like they don't there's a lot of questions so it's like it's it's some really like like there's nice to see like some depth in the writing there's like there's like I some nice that. it's yeah. some nice commentary like with with the especially the new character the new captain america like yeah. the way they're using his character you know it's like it's, oh, he, he's it's, still on like yes he's still I, on like I he's like a really was, central oh, part of the show i thought it was a i thought it was a joke the whole no. <laughs> yeah it's like it's legit yeah no. oh shit uh, so yeah, it's it's like that that aspect I really I'm really enjoying. So I hope they go deeper into that. I'm looking cool. forward to it too. With that, that ending, ending gonna fuck. Yeah, yeah oh, it was like a, a like a shocking ending. Super yes. like dark, you know, like yeah. they go. It's like something Captain America Steve Rogers wouldn't do. You know what I yeah. mean? Hey, how popular is this show though? Like, it's yeah, pretty, yeah, like pretty popular. Watching it because yeah. like I don't hear it as much as like WandaVision. It's a, my I think it popular. there hasn't. I will yeah. say, like, there hasn't been like real big like spoilery reveals mm-hmm. yet. Yeah, I think we're we're we passed the grace period now. Maybe the next episode, like, some big something big's gonna happen where I might have to stay up till midnight. You know, Ooh, so maybe yeah. because there hasn't really been like a huge like, oh my god, like this dude showed up. You know, like, yeah, maybe that's why you haven't heard is, so, is, so much. Is it like, uh, is it gonna be like six episodes, ten? Uh, Do you? Maybe I don't know. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't think I heard this one. I think it might be still around that same, probably ten episodes or so, because so, I, I think all these are just building up. That they're just bridges, I think, into that new uh, phase. What was it phase four now? Yeah, that we're going into. So yeah, I, I don't know if they're all gonna tie in together somehow, because I don't know if any of these characters are gonna pop up on in like in which areas of the of the mcu yeah so, to be determined still if haven't watched anything you probably i mean by the time we get to the next movie or whatever you will have to do your homework and watch oh, the I show because i'm gonna be like oh, who's that guy who's that dude you yeah. know <laughs> so yeah that's how they get you <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of character development in it seems like they're doing the character development in these shows so they don't have to do them in the movies so they can yeah. just kind of like you know get started there's some good stuff in there it's not like mind-blowing but there's there's good stuff in there it's not very marvel right? yeah it's very marvel yeah. this is, this is <laughs> yeah. all prelude to the, the the phase four let's get into it guys robert what did we watch this week so this week our new movie is called nobody and it's in theaters only 
and it's directed by oh i hate this name i apologize <laughs> to this director for fucking up his name but Ilya nashuler i think he's russian <laughs> yeah uh stars bob odenkirk and the movie is about a seemingly ordinary man whose house gets broken into one night and that event sets off something inside of him which leads to like a bloody confrontation on a public bus after those events, he gets involved with like this deadly Russian and he must protect himself and his family with the skills that he acquired like from his dark past. I don't know, they ever say like he was in the military or something. He uh, he he acquired a very unique set of skills, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh yeah, who wants to start us off here? Uh I'll go first. All right, Gio, go first. What did you think of this movie? This movie was well, one, I'm an in on this movie. Like it's it. It's for it being the first movie to go back to a theater. This is the type of movie I think you want to break in because this is a total theater popcorn kind of movie. It's like it's this movie, like while watching it, this movie is a mixture of uh, Falling Down, if anybody ever saw that one, and John Wick. Yeah. Smash those two movies together, you get this movie. Yeah. Because it's just a like, it's just one thing triggers this guy. And brings him back to his dark past, just like John Wick. So, yeah, like, all the fight scenes were good. The ending was, like, the Home Alone on steroids ending. <laughs> it was it was just, like I said, it was a good movie to go back and watch it, like, at a theater. Like, it was a good one to break, you know, break back in, that yeah, movie-going sure. experience. So, I'm in. Uh, what about you, America? I really like this movie, too. Um, I'm an in. Um, yeah, I didn't, I hadn't seen any trailers or anything. Uh, mm-hmm. so I guess I went into it kind of with a, key, a clean slate. Cause if I knew it was like kind of an action-y movie, I probably would have been like, eh, I don't want to watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so glad that I didn't know anything about it. Cause it was so fun. This movie really mm-hmm. is kind of like a John Wick and I enjoyed John Wick. Um, I think I watched all of them, right. When we went to watch it in theater yeah. and, yes. um, I enjoyed it enough, but I feel like this movie did it right. Because it sets oh. him up as, you know, the badass. And we don't really know why. Yeah. But we get enough information throughout the film to, like, get kind of, like, clued into his character. And it, I don't know. I just thought it was really, really fun. So, yeah. Um, passing it along to Gino, the big John Wick fan. Yeah, you're the action guy. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I'm a super duper ultra in. Woo! Oh. Um... What can I say, dude? Bob Odenkirk, he's like the, he's like a sleeper. You know what I mean? Like he's like, you know, he's like a sleeper Honda Accord that's in the corner. You're like, this guy, fuck this car, you know, with my GTR, you know, fucking 800 horsepower car. And next to it, zoom, fucking flies by me. That's how I see him. Cause when I was watching it, I was like, I don't know if I'm, I'm is this a funny movie or this is a really serious action movie. I'm just glad it's a bit of both. And I, mm-hmm. oh man, I, what can I say? I had a fucking great time. It's like what Gio says. It's like a good mood to get back into the theaters. And this is it. Because you're going to have a great time. I had a great time, even though I was surrounded by people eating popcorn without their masks. And I freaked out because I'm the only one with a mask. But whatever. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, oh man, what 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 made me super duper in is Christopher Lloyd. He fucking killed it. Yeah. I love him so much in this movie. Oh, that Brown? In that much. Yes. Oh, I got Oh, yeah. I just, I'm sorry. I just, I don't know what else to say. I just love, I loved it. I actually really enjoy it. I can't wait to come on Blu-ray. I'll buy it, I'll buy it on the first day, you know? Oh, good, 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 good review. What about you, Ricardo? Oh, okay. Here we come. 
not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, what, what was the the movies you said that it, it reminded you of? Fallen Down and Fallen uh, Down, John Wick. John Wick. Okay, so this movie got Falling Down and John Wick, like the best parts of it, and then put it into one, shorten it up, and like I am a super in on this movie. Super <laughs> in. Yes, I enjoyed every everything about it. I fucking love the the actor too. Bob Odenkirk. Yes, he's yeah. fucking good, dude. I uh I didn't have like like for real, like the whole movie just kept going. It went fast too, like it got to the point. And uh I want I, like for real's the bad guy. I don't know his name, whatever, but the bad guy the when Russian they, guy? yeah, when they introduced him, that one scene is like a it's like a one take shot. The and they're yeah, and then right. in the club, and he's he's walking, and then like he's doing coke, and then he's fucking like talking shit, and then he starts dancing. I was like, oh my god, this fucking movie, is badass, <laughs> dude, it's badass. I loved it. I I love that it's cool. Like you know, like it's really cool, and then like it it, it didn't bother me anything. Like I was just like, okay, cool, cool. So I'm a super in, and like a great watch, and especially in the theaters. So yes, I recommend this movie. Yeah. Robert yeah it's funny you know because like the super like analytical critic inside me like was looking at this movie and like the stuff that happened like like, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen you know because it's like it's so out there you know and all over the place I was like wow but I think because of that you can't help but have a good time right so I think you know that side of me the movie loving side of me just like enjoyed the hell out of it right so i'm in um it is very much cut from the same cloth as uh, john wick that same style of action which i think is a good thing you know because like for years we had seen action movies with like super shaky cam and even still now you can't they they use that style to kind of hide like like the the inability of the actors to like fight (laughs) and you know and and the director to stage you know you know, so you make it fast and you don't know what's going on, but something happened, right? I appreciated that this didn't have like the super duper shaky can, like all the action stuff, like it felt really rough. Yeah. Like the hits and everything, like to the point where it's like, you know, they want to make it like super gritty and realistic, but it kind of becomes like not realistic because he's like, how do yeah. they keep walking, you know? <laughs> but it's not like a very real, I mean, you have to like, this is definitely, yeah. I think you all said it. It's a super like movie theater movie. You yeah. go check off your your brain i don't say that as a bad way you know and just like you just be entertained by like all this crazy action and you know the script does a good job at at making you care about what's going on or else the action would have meant nothing you know so i gotta give it credit for that so you know i love bob odenkirk and you know uh breaking bad and better call saw so like seeing like more of him like more you know get to extend his range you know into like full-on action, action star like that's pretty damn cool you know so yeah, yeah I'm, I'm in on this and i think we all have to talk now about our theater experience because for many of us here this is our first time back after a whole year of being gone so mm-hmm. uh before we get into like details like everybody share like what was what was it like going back to the theater like you know i i had to make sure like when i picked my seat i was like because I think America and Ricardo had already gone to the theater, I think, to go see King Kong, right? Yeah. So, yeah. and they were saying, like, yeah, some people weren't, like, weren't being, con- like, considerate with the, with the social distancing. So, like, when I went, I made sure that I got the, like, the two seats, like, in the back. So, like, I just have the little row to myself. There's nobody that can sit next to me. And all the way in the corner? 
<laughs> yeah, practically almost. I was like, I was like, uh, yeah, second from the back. And then with my luck, uh, like a lady and a kid show up and they sat behind me and they were eating popcorn. But luckily I was in front and I had my mask on the whole time. So I was like, no I snacks for you. No, I was going to risk it. I'm yeah. one vaccine away from, you know, being good. <laughs> So I was like, so overall, like, were you, you know able to, like. yeah, were you able to escape like fully, like, you know, escape oh, yeah. into the movie? Yeah. Dude. yeah. Okay. So like we said, like this movie is ridiculous. So like it, it's that action comedy, you know, kind of elements like over the top. Like at one point he pulls a freaking Claymore on in front of a glass and he gets blown back <laughs> and all that stuff. Like during that part, there were people laughing yeah. in the, in the auditorium, like, that's the experience that you miss when you're at home watching these movies they were laughing their butts off at all these kind of uh, all the action that was happening during that towards the end so it was like it was it was a good experience at least in my part uh what about you uh gino oh man that, that was great i went to the harkins here in cerritos mall man I, it's they literally tell me straight up okay these sites are taken and slash are not are empty so this is available. I said, give me the one with the handicaps because I know damn well no one's going to sit next to you. <laughs> I'm and the guy's like, you got it, bro. And he, he picked it. And I felt bad because actually a woman with the wheelchair came oh. through. Like, <laughs> no seats for me. And she, <laughs> she puts no. it on her wrist. <laughs> no, it's because you know what happened? I guess she came with her parents and then they're like, oh, well, this man took her, took this row. So we oh. had to somewhere else. And I'm like, oh, no. I felt even more worse. I felt even more worse than it is. Either way, no, that was very unexpected on my first day back to take a handicap row and actually have someone handicap show up and just roll in into the seat to the row uh, far away from me. I'm like, sorry, but we had a good laugh. <laughs> um, but I had a good experience. I missed it. Like Gio said, like everyone's laughing. We all laughed and everything. Even though I was still kind of cautious of like people eating popcorn with their mask off and like ha 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 and like eating and everything. I'm just like. Well, I have my mask on. It doesn't matter. You know, I should be fine. So I'm just sitting there like, <laughs> you, know, like no. but, you know what? I laughed so hard. My mask almost came off. Like the tip right here, totally my, the bridge of my nose kept going down. And I was like, who knew? <laughs> <Get back." laughs> what, what about you, America and, and Ricardo? What'd you, what, how did you guys oh, your experience? Trip, trip out on this, though. We saw it in the drive-in. So. Oh, okay. Uh, that, like, I think that contributes to its enjoyableness. Yeah, because mm. uh, we experienced the, the Godzilla movie, right? Mm. And like, we're like uh, nope. whoa, never again, because we, we had a bad experience. Right. So like, I guess it traumatized us. I, I, we should have watched this movie first, actually, to be honest. Because like, honestly, like these, oh, nah, I don't want to be a dick. I was gonna talk shit. I'm like, all oh, these Mexicans were fucking there. Whoa. No, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, just say it, bro. Say it. <laughs> no, no, no. But like, it, 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 I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. But like, um, we did watch it in drive-in, but nobody was there, so it was like, I guess Everyone. people were watching Godzilla, so it was like empty, and then like we were there, and the screen was huge. We could hear everything. Yeah. There was no lights fucking it up. It was, it was good. This was like the first like real movie experience. Yeah, because yeah. during the pandemic, pandemic, we'd been going to the drive-in, but we'd have to get there super early because everyone's going because there's nothing to do, obviously. Yeah. And people wouldn't turn off their lights, so we couldn't see the movie. Yeah, it was like and bad. It was just horrible. horrible. The, the line would take hours. It was just like bad. Yeah. So now so th this was fun. It yeah, was, it was like us and a few other cars. Yeah, and you know we're all safe and like. Literally like 10 cars, a big ass parking lot. And then like I, I, I remember watching it and then like 
um, thinking like, oh, this movie's gonna be like whatever. But dude, when the movie started and then like that shit started happening, I was like, dude, th- this is a great movie to watch. And I, I wish I watched it like you guys did. So because uh, no because if, if you could hear Gio and Gino like you said that people were laughing oh my god if I could hear other people like enjoying it oh I would have been that's what I missed you know one of the parts that I missed about theater so I, yeah. I missed out on that you know if you hadn't bad mouth the uh, Montebello AMC like <laughs> uh, that's where I want to go watch it and it was perfectly oh, fine shit, like the capacity oh, also, I'm not going back there I'm also sure. like like just um just kind of gives some clarification so me gino geo have been vaccinated at least yeah. half vaccinated for them i only got the one shot so we feel a little bit more comfortable going to the theater yeah. you know even though i went before i was vaccinated to watch tenant um so yeah for me going like it was you know obviously i wouldn't have it any other way um but i went to the amc here in burbank the one inside the mall yeah i was so gonna say like which the, one yeah so that's like the that's like the it's it, it's like the least popular one and i went pretty early on a friday early like at six so there was like maybe like see like one two three four there was like maybe 10 people in there in oh, the theater oh, cool. so and we we're all pretty spread out but even with that small number of people you still felt the energy Oh, like really? like like you guys mentioned like the the climax scene it's mm-hmm. so fucking ridiculous and over the top you know especially with doc brown and mm-hmm. it's like it was like so like you feel the people like laughing and like like <laughs> like, like 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 yelling stuff when there wasn't even that many people there but i imagine like a full pack theater you know like an yeah. opening night during those scenes oh man it would have been insane you know so that that was pretty cool so I don't know. Now I guess that I have the vaccine. I'm gonna keep going. You know, I'm not gonna <laughs> not go. Um, I just love it. I just can't not go to the like. I I know we we're getting everything on HBO and all that stuff, but honestly, if I could, if I if I have the choice, I'm not gonna watch it at home. I rather yeah, just, we gotta go. Yeah, yeah, I gotta go. You know, I I I just it's just a different experience. You know, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah but i love the doc brown's uh christopher lloyd's character yeah in the movie is so funny that scene in like the retirement home where like yeah, they, where they go after uh-huh. him it was so goddamn funny and so cool and it reminded me so much of that simpsons uh episode where uh, mr burns oh. is trying to kill uh yeah. grandpa and he goes to the retirement home to try to kill him and he like shoots up the the, <laughs> the home and that nurse comes out of the back she's like And I saw his name on the credits. I was like, they have to use his full potential as an actor because he cannot be there just to play an old man. That's what I was hoping. <laughs> and he went all out. And I loved it. I love how happy he was throughout that shootout scenes. And he did. It was mm-hmm. such I can tell he was having a great time. I don't yeah, think it was, it, it was funny because like it was happening. Like they showed up for the first time. And I was like, oh, shit, look who it is. <laughs> I was like, who, who's that? And I was like, it's Doc Brown, damn it. It was the last time I saw this asshole. Yeah. His scenes are like, it is an example of the movie. How like this movie is so cool. I uh, Cool. You know, like, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how to explain cool, but the movie is actually cool. Like the characters are cool. The scenes are cool. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Gio, explain it for me. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I, I will. To that, I will say it doesn't. It is it is very grounded, right? In reality, kind of, kind you know. Of. But it, it doesn't take itself too seriously, right? You know, and it has a lot of comedy in it, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
on top of the crazy like well-staged action you know that's what makes it cool right cool, like, right? Yeah. like the action scenes like play out like a fucking music like a well-directed music video you know so yeah, much yeah, damn yeah. fun was it yeah. I, I was looking it up on i said it says on imdb that like this whole idea for this movie is based on true events to a certain degree okay. uh, well it, I mean, there's a lot I mean, of home robberies that would happen on a bus have you ever been on a bus in la (laughs) (laughs) no well like the thing is like uh so bob odenkirk's uh, house got broken into Mm. and then like he said that he said that uh the whole uh, like the authorities you know kind of handled it poor like poorly or whatever when you know at the end of the day so he's like kind of out of frustration he's like what would i have done if i was a badass and that's how this movie was oh born. Oh my god. That's so that funny. Is so so this, is, this is his what if oh I wasn't like if I were to I have it. taken action and that, then that kind of became the story. That, yeah. that, that reminds me of like the, the Chainsaw Massacre, right? How it got created. He was in the fucking uh, hardware store and then like <laughs> Oh, he just I, saw a chainsaw? No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was in line and he was like, I don't want to wait here. And then he was like Imagine I had a chainsaw and I would chainsaw everybody. <laughs> no, seriously, look it up, Gio. You will know. He he said that, and then Wait. that's how he came up with the chainsaw massacre. <laughs> I think too. One of, I mean, obviously, like if it was able to like get my attention, it's probably because of you know the intricacies of the script and also the pacing. Because like, if anything mm-hmm. goes over two hours, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Like. I'm closing my eyes at an yeah. hour and a half and that's it. You yeah. know, that's that's where my <laughs> threshold is. And the pacing in this movie is so freaking good. And it starts from the first scene, from mm-hmm. the first scene where he like, it's like a Wednesday or something, I think they tell us. And oh, he misses the trash. And we see that a couple of times and it's done in a way like, cause you can do that. You can have like a little, a little like time-lapse of like weeks where he goes through the same thing and it's going to bore you. And you know that you just need to get it out of the way to set the stage for what's going to happen. But I felt like that first opening scene was like so entertaining. Like you, mm-hmm. I don't, it was like, even that, just the opening scene is paced so well, oh, you know? Is, yeah. 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 You see, you see his soul being crushed, like little by little, like, like by the end of it, he's just like, uh. But yeah. speaking, speaking to that and like pacing everything, it's something we always talk about, especially in last week. Or the week before, sorry, when we talked about Justice League, right? And how uh, our guests, Kevin and, and Swan, the young adults, were saying, like, you need the four hours to introduce all those characters. And I said, no. I was like, you need a screenplay to do that for you, yes, not four hours, right? And it's so goddamn refreshing to see a motherfucking script in a movie with, with three acts with a movie that I just checked to verify, the movie is one hour and 31 minutes Wow! Yep. Get the you. fuck out of here, Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. This is how you make a motherfucking movie. <laughs> Movies do not need to be more than an hour and a half to two hours. Yeah. Like, this is pacing. Everything, there's no fluff. It's just nope. set up. you set up the character. Mm-hmm. You know what his deal is. You know what his yeah. family's deal is. You know that his son hates him. You know that his daughter loves him. Yeah. His wife is distant, right? Yeah, yeah, everything. You get it. <laughs> right? It doesn't even have to tell you. Like it shows you. There's a. There's a. It shows a, you. A, right, a pillow, that's a movie. <laughs> a pillow in between them. You know something's up. Like he's sleeping, like all by himself. You know, there's no affection or anything. She keeps like, you know, 
twisting the knife of like, oh, you forgot to take out the trash. You forgot to take out the trash. Like, you know, there's something there. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and it's cool because like uh, the whole time you kind of question like, oh, does she know? Does she know that he's like this? And then yeah. you find out that she does. She's like Carmela yeah. Soprano. She fucking knew the whole time, you know? It's fucking beautiful. Yeah. I love that shit, you know? Yeah. So it, it, it's good writing, dude. It's, good it's, writing. it's, a, it's a script. Yeah. And, that, and I think that speaks to like, like what we all loved about. We went to see a movie, right? We didn't see some bullshit, you know, like fucking. It didn't try eight. to be something else. Yeah. It didn't try to be. It's like, how long has it been since we've seen something like this, right? right something so- that's not made up, like Godzilla versus Kong, as it's going <laughs> along, right? Yeah. It's just like here was the script. They had this character. They had a good actor to, to pair him with. The director did a great job in telling the story. Right? It, it's even harder because you would usually say, or I would usually say, like, it's an action movie, so it fucking sucks. And somebody would say, well, you don't need it to be good and you don't need it to make sense because yes, yes, it's an action yes. movie. And so you're able to just sweep off anything. Yeah, and this yeah. is how you fucking do it. Good writing, good acting, good directing, yeah. everything. If you haven't gone to the movies yet, go watch yeah. this movie. Go yeah. risk your life for it. <laughs> yeah, dude. And then Definitely. after I watched it, I remember my, my cousin, Saul, Shout out to Saul if he's listening. He told me, dude, you haven't watched it? Watch this shit right now. And I was like, I just fucking did. You're fucking right. <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right, guys. Uh, America just gave me this. We have a new category. A risker or a non-risker? <laughs> this is definitely a risker. Go risk it. Go to the movies. Go risk it. It's a risker. But safely. Risk it safely. <laughs> if, if you're going to see one last movie, make it this one. <laughs> Off to an old movie, old pick. Robert, what was your pick and why? All right. So my pick this week is called Ghost World. It's directed by hey, these fucking directors with their names. <laughs> so sorry. Uh, sorry, director of Ghost World, Terry Zwigoff. <laughs> yeah. So it stars Thor Birch and Scarlett Johansson and Steve Buscemi. And the movie is based on the comic book of the same name. And it's about two girls who just graduated high school. They hate everybody. They hate everything. Uh, they play it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they play a prank on this poor Steve Buscemi's character. But uh, Thor versus character, like, eventually, like, begins a friendship with him. And that's kind of what the movie's about. It's a very loose plot. Um, I picked it because it's a little bit inspired by Geo's pick, uh, which was uh, Garden State which is kind of like a hipster movie, right? Um, this, I feel, was like the movie, I think, in, in my my theory is that it invented like the modern hipster, right, today, <laughs> you know? Uh, but mainly, also, I picked it because um, I watched this movie back like in 2006 or 2007 mm-hmm. um, on, I don't know if you guys ever knew the channel, it was called the IFC, Independent Film Channel. Yeah. yeah so back when that channel was good and they actually showed movies like cool movies um i used to just have it on i used to just have it on hello give me props there oh that's just right yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so yeah i used to just have it on and just like whatever came on i would watch right and this is a movie that just came on and it just caught kind of caught my attention i ended up watching and i didn't like i wasn't like like blown away by it i was like oh i like that movie right that was that was fun like I hadn't really started like watching like different type of independent films before, you know, so it was like I was still being exposed to like new, new style of movies, you know, so I enjoyed it. Um, 
but then I think I was reminded by it because uh, I watch Pluto TV a lot. Do you guys know mm-hmm. what that is? Yeah. So it's like this free streaming service where it just kind of, it's kind of like, it, it, it's, it's, it's like regular TV where they just program stuff and like mm-hmm. you just watch it with stuff. commercials, right? Yeah. Um, it's a lot of old stuff. And this movie just happened to pop on. And I was like, oh, I remember this movie. So combine that with Geo's pick, I was like, oh, I want to revisit it, right? To see if it mm-hmm. if it still holds up because I remember mildly enjoying it back back when I watched it, but I haven't really thought about it since. Um, so I'll kind of give like a little review here. I would say okay. I am still in on this movie, mm-hmm. even though like I, the characters watching it now, they came off as like really, really unlikable. I was like, Ooh. Yeah. you know, it's very angsty, you know, I guess because they're teenagers, you know? So I was able to connect to that more because I think I saw it at the age where the characters were right like coming out of high school right yeah. so i was able to relate to it back then but now it's like man who the fuck are these kids you know like get a job you know <laughs> so but i think it's still <laughs> it's still you know has an, it's, it's very quirky you know like it's all like the hipster stuff you know so you know it, it doesn't really get too annoying you know even though they're kind of mean i think i still kind of got into it so i would say like i'm a soft in I don't know, maybe you guys have changed my mind. Um, but I, I guess I'll go with uh, Gino since I think you're the only one here who hadn't seen the movie, right? Oh, yeah. I, yeah, so right? I mean, I haven't really... what did you think? I remember, like, saw, I remember, okay, I'll be honest, I haven't fully watched it. I remember seeing pieces of it, and it's because of Stu- Steve Buscemi, but, like, but oh. I actually, yeah, I didn't know Scarlett Johansson was in it. I just remember, it's a girl from Hocus Pocus and American Beauty, whatever, you know, and why is she so emo? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I'll tell you guys why after. Oh. My time, Gio. Don't, don't interrupt me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm gonna say I'm an owl. I I want to delete it, but oh, I, I kind of don't hate my time. There is some things I kind of like the quirkiness. There are some scenes I was like, "This is weirding me out." I don't know if that's what the movie's supposed yeah. to do. Yeah, the ending though. I would want to. I want to talk about the ending because I'm so fucking lost. I was literally like, "What the fuck just happened?" Well, I know, like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Wait, what's going on here?" I was just like, "Robert, maybe I might answer this question for me." So that's why like, that's what's been bugging me this whole weekend. I mean, <laughs> we'll see. pressure's on. <laughs> we'll see, but like, Gio, what about you, man? I think I'm on the same boat as Robert. This movie. It's entertaining enough, so I will give it as well that soft in, but because there's moments where like it is, it does kind of go into that creep, creepy factor as in like just the relationship that uh, Thor Birch's character Enid has with uh, Steve Buscemi's character, because they don't straight out tell you how old they are. Right, you see them graduate high school. You would assume they're seventeen, eighteen around there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the fact that they were able to go into, uh an adult bookstore and not get kicked out kind of puts you in there i think they're 18 yeah, yeah. because yeah <laughs> because of the events that happened at the end somebody so it's okay. Going to jail. yeah <laughs> so like this because like, like these characters all right so the so this comic book was written it between uh 1993 and 97 mm. so you because like watching this movie this is like uh, is it Daria the movie? Like Daria. it's those same kind of it's America, same kind, the movie. Yeah, it's those same kind of characters and it's those same kind of attitudes towards <laughs> Yeah. That also, gen that Gen X uh yeah, that why, attitude, yeah. Yeah, because this movie was released in 2001 <laughs> Like this doesn't have that feeling of 
like that 2001 like this has that 90s feeling mm-hmm. for being uh-huh. a 2000s movie so yeah. hence the hence why they're all angsty and stuff because it's gen x this is a gen x movie pretty much as opposed to i guess a millennial or not even i think millennials were barely getting started but yeah it's it's a bit creepy but it's still kind of entertaining enough that uh i'm giving it that that soft in uh what about you uh ricardo oh cool um uh, okay, so I saw this movie a long time ago. It might have been the IMC channel. Dude, this motherfucker. Dude, who is this guy? Anyways. But... <laughs> you probably watch it at the same time, huh? <laughs> yeah, like, you know. But I, I remember I, I already loved the movie, right? And then, um, so my brother, he watches movies too. And he's he's younger than me. So he, he, he was like a certain age. And I was like, oh, let, dude, you got to watch this movie, Ghost World. So I showed it to him. And that's the last time I saw it. And that was like 10 years ago, right? I haven't seen this movie in a long time. So I always I always used to say, oh, this movie's fucking badass. So then I watched it again now. <laughs> and I already knew, I already knew like the things. And I was like, oh man, I don't like watching these press movies, you know? Like, I don't <laughs> like I really don't, you know? But watching that movie, um, uh, the, the one you recommended, Gio? Garden State. State. Garden State. Yeah, like, the way they did it with the music and the, like they try to push it into your face like that that this movie is the, an example of how you don't have to push it into your face you know like this is just like a movie where they're showing the the situation you know mm-hmm. i thought the, I, I still think the movie's funny and like the girl is like a, like now that i'm old i think because i'm old right the, mo- the girl's annoying to me, you know? And I'm like, dude, relax, chill, you know? Like, ch- chill. And and the one person that annoys me the most is Steve Rushen. So, like, uh, the fact that wait. he makes me feel so many things, he annoys me, dude. I'm like, dude, Wait, come. character-wise or, like, actor-wise? What, what character? No, that's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. That, like, the character in this movie, the Steve Buscemi, it, he made me feel so many feelings and he brought it back. Cause I remember we still talk about it with my brother. We always like talk shit about this character because he's so good in it. You know, he's perfect in it. So I'm a super in and still, I'm still in, in this movie. I'm like, I'm more like than like a little, I still am um, a full blown in. Like, I love the way he's played in this movie. And like, I love the way he, he makes me feel, he makes me feel guys in movies <laughs> and he annoys me and he fucking doesn't like sports fuck that fool like i'm wearing my jersey exactly so america he's not your typical nerd he's like yeah. the, the annoying ones you know the ones that even you guys uh, fucking talk yeah. shit about right we'll, we'll talk we'll talk about it yes. but america what did you think of your america. biopic yeah. <laughs> uh, i'm super in and uh it might be because I also watched it like I think like coming out of high school so it's kind of like one you're a little angsty yourself and two like the time that I watched it I remember I was I had kind of a falling out in a friendship so I was kind of you know wow. that it's very much what happens in this movie tell, tell us that story and so, I never heard so, this so it is your <laughs> so no, biography no let's not, let's not turn it into a therapy session close with right and yeah. it's just kind of like I guess it's kind of like a heartbreak you know what I mean like but it's just like somebody it's like like if your parent like just said like nah never mind like I don't want you anymore (laughs) it's like someone that you're super close with yeah it's like someone you're super close with and then like you just kind of have a falling out and you're just you kind of figure out yourself 
outside of the person that you identify so close with you know mm -hmm. so like this movie hit like extra hard when i when i saw it and i don't think i'd seen it since then so it has really been like 10 years ish and yeah like looking back like fucking emo girl oh my god shut up you know <laughs> that's all you <laughs> yeah, I, I don't go about the world like saying oh don't do that because whatever you know like i'm just like i don't like it you know it's just like i hate myself too so it's fine <laughs> yeah no and then i think the ending like the ending is so like vague it's so weird and you i know? still i had the same question when i first watched it and i still have it now um and it it still doesn't take anything away from the movie i think like it still it gives you that kind of like intrigue like what happened like it, it's a little magical in some way like in in the worst way possible you yeah. know but it's just like this little like fantasy thing like what's going on you know like what's really happening so i don't know i guess let's open up does anyone have any like I, idea what happened i mean i have my theory because like it is ambiguous right like it's yeah. just like what happens to her but i think the movie is about it's, i think the reason why we kind of find the character annoying now is that it's essentially about a girl who doesn't want to grow up right mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. like she's she's out of high school now she's has to become an adult right and she's trying with every fiber of her being to not go into the real world right when her best friend is like, hey, we got to we got to get things going. Right. And that's why they have a falling out, because she starts becoming an adult and this girl just wants to play. Right. Um, so her getting on that bus or whatever, I think it symbolizes that she's like not going to grow up. Right. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's re rejecting the adult life. It's like that. That's her being like, I'm just going to live as a kid right I'm just, just, I'm just gonna around. check out yeah i'm just gonna i'm just gonna reject that that get a job and have a like normal adult life you know just go off into yeah. some fantasy land right okay um well i haven't i have all right that's my theory like yeah, what yeah. do you guys think yeah. well, my theory is the same thing where like she's gonna go somewhere but instead of going to like a place like a fantasy world she's actually going to the like okay i'm a i'm gonna be like a grown-up but I'm not going to be with them. Like, it's my own life. Like, the way I want to start it with, you know how, like, she... She's everything, becoming Steve Buscemi? <laughs> no, because everything everything is, cho like, you know how, like, people um, saying, like, oh, you're going to... Yeah, like, she has to conform. Yeah, to, yeah, to, everything. Yeah. So everything is going to be on, like, on her now. But she mm -hmm. is going to grow up. But on her terms now, mm -hmm. like, on the way she wants it to do it. So that's how I see it. I don't know. I don't. I think the way that you described it sounds kind of positive. Like it's all going to turn out. At it the has end. to be. And I, I don't feel like it. I love positive shit. I don't. You know. I don't. You know. It, because go ahead, Robert. Oh, I think it's funny because like, you know, Jen. Gen X is like the last generation oh I think God. to have the. Uh... <laughs> you're not Gen. X. We're all we're all Gen Y, fool. Oh yeah. We might even be millennials. I don't know. You are millennials. We're all millennials. No, we're all millennials. We're all millennials. Yeah. Yeah. So Gen X was kind of like the last generation where like you had that 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 social like construct of like once you're 18, you go to college, you leave your parents' house, right? Mm -hmm. Where in Gen Y was the one to kind of like stay home for much, 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 much longer, <laughs> right? Yeah. So I think it, in a way it was kind of predicting the future right because like she doesn't want to leave the house oh, she wants oh she God. wants to she yeah. wants to preserve the time that you have where you don't have to go to school anymore 
but you also don't have to be an adult anymore, yeah. right? It's like that perfect, that summer after high school, right? Yeah. They have like a freedom. She wants to preserve that. And for many of us, that has lasted more than a summer. That have lasted one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years, right? Um, to decades, right? So it's it's a weird kind of like 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 it's a weird world that she wants to hang on to, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what the ending means, you know. Yeah. I at least in my eyes. That, that's yeah, beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. He's right. So it's it's negative. It's awesome, right. but it's negative right. because she's right. she's choosing she's she, she's choosing to reject reality, right? Yeah. She doesn't want to live in the real world. Yeah. Right. She even well, she mentions it that that was her dream to leave, go somewhere without nobody knowing, yeah. and then just kind of, I guess, see what's out there or whatever it was. I'm trying to remember. So she like, literally bro. goes nowhere in her yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, but it, the thing, <laughs> yeah. I, like, I don't want to see it that way. You know, like I think it's like a perspective. Like you're you're oh, you're thinking God. she's gonna be like a fucking like an artist and she's gonna make a yeah, living like, that way, okay. right? She's the reality is that. Yeah, because she's going to wake up and be what? like, oh, this is what I have to do. What's your theory, Gino and Gio, before we... Okay, my theory is the whole thing we're watching is her in purgatory. And so finally <laughs> oh, no way. Yeah, she's finally dead. accepting she's dead <laughs> and she's fucking leaving oh, to go to that grease or something. <laughs> because think about it. It's a this bus soul? that ha- that's in no service. All right. The leading she said is she says it throughout the whole movie. There's a guy that sits there, and that's a guy that probably was ready, but he's not sure he was ready until the that's bus her. showed up. And so that's why he left first. And so she when she saw, she's like, Well, fuck. I think I'm ready to leave. Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry it blew your mind, bro. I just oh, that's yeah. what I thought. That's why I wanted to ask Robert, what's your like what you, what is the ending? Because that to me, that's how I took it. Like she's been dead this whole time. Wait, wait, wait. Purgatory. I see fucking Gio looking it up. Don't cheat. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, the other day. Hence like, Ghost day. World. No. Oh, Ghost World. That's the one I've always thought. I told him. I told him. I was like, I think she kills herself, and he was like, "That's nasty. Like, why would you think that?" And I'm like, "Have you even thought about the title? Why else? Like, nobody ever saw a ghost no, no. in this movie, and it was never fully expressed." Gino, yes, you Gino unlocked the movie. He unlocked the movie. <laughs> the thing is that, like, I th- I think as a when I want to go look up like about this movie a little bit background, I think there. I think the that's kind of a that's a bit of a something I think that some people have kind of brought up to the I think to the writers. People always bring that up <laughs> in every movie, like oh fucking um every like Greece, like oh they're dead and at the end they go into no, no, heaven, no. right? When, I think it was like whether it was like a metaphor for suicide or something. Mm. Probably, yeah. yeah, who cares? What's your theory? Cares? Gio, no, what's your theory? No, I think my theory was I think closer to Roberts. Like yeah. she's just trying to escape, I guess trying to escape i think the growing up she just keeps like moving you know away from that grow up and like that growing up is it like the project what's it called florida project florida project florida project yeah i don't think it's that abstract I don't think the movie made itself out to be that. that I think way. I think Gino's what, right. I no, think I, I do like that theory, but there's nothing. There's no, aside from the the guy waiting for the bus. There's nothing that. Don't say that. Don't say that. They're fucking it. This girl is depressed as shit, and like in every like imagery way possible, like the movie makes it like this is the depressed one. This is the one who doesn't want to conform. This is the one who doesn't like life. This is the one who's fucking like a forty nine year old. I don't know how old this man is. You know, like she. Every time that somebody hits on Scarlett Johansson, like she's just like, "Ew, I'm right here too." You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, that's that's what I was gonna say. You can have 
I think maybe a moment of thinking like, oh, I never get hit on. But she takes it to the extreme of like being kind of mad, like, hey, don't you see I'm a person? You know, I don't think she's ever going to grow out of that, especially considering the ending and the guy who like nobody ever pays attention to except for her. She only ever pays attention to like kind of the outsiders, like the way outside ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. Scarlett Johansson says like, what do you do with Steve Buscemi? That's kind of weird, you know? And she's like, no, nah, whatever. Like, I'm going to do this. So I think... Yeah. Oh, I, I get it. I get it. I mean, ignore yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Ignore it like a ghost. And that's the <laughs> world that she's living in. No, I th- the, the ghost <laughs> the ghost world from my I think what I kind of saw is I mean it's it's the changing of I guess the changing of times where like I think these small towns were being kind of you know was it uh fading away and you'd start seeing more like malls and mini malls and like you know, shopping malls and stuff like, you know, being more commercialized, I guess. Everybody gets four points, but Gino gets five. No, <laughs> so, so I found I mean, that totally because I totally, no, I, I totally, I totally didn't about read. Suburbia. I really don't think so. Like, yeah. that, I think that's no, no, no. You know, yeah. and especially having grown up in like a small place that mm-hmm. grew like in my lifetime. And now I go back and I'm like, where the fuck did this stop sign come from? You know, like, <laughs> I mean, having grown up and like maybe also like an emo kid and like my friends were kind of in that circle, you know what I mean? Like, it's just the weird shit that happens, the weird people you come in contact with that you probably shouldn't be talking to, but you do, you know what I mean? And it's like, so it's kind of like circumstances that have nothing to do with your, or are not about your surrounding, but are influenced by your surroundings. You know, like the Steve Buscemi's and the tiny town. Like, yeah. okay. Well, speaking of uh, speaking of Steve Buscemi, I just wanted to say I think it's funny that in this movie he's totally portrayed like as a loser, yeah. right? Like yeah. as a as a creep, right? But I think if you pluck him out of that time and place him in this time, he's like the coolest guy ever. Right? <laughs> <laughs> this is what I was talking about about the hipsters, right? He collects vinyls, yeah. right? He has all those knickknacks. <laughs> He has all those knickknacks in his house. He's obsessed with collecting things, right? That are rare, right? Like totally predicting what people would become now, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That kitschy. Oh, <laughs> I, I didn't mean to talk shit, man. <laughs> no, I mean it's 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 next week. It's 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 like it's 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 funny because like a lot of the stuff he says, like he's unable to connect with people, mm-hmm. so he yeah. obsesses like with collecting things, right? Like I could totally relate to that, yeah. right? <laughs> like I hope I'm not as fucking creepy as he is, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> like you know, um, but yeah, it's funny that that somebody who would be looked at as a loser in that time. Like his style, at least things that he, the things that he's into, like come around, you know. Because, because at the same time, he is cool. Like what, what the music type, you know how like she, he, he's like telling her all of this kind the of jazz music. and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah so it, it's fine. But like, <laughs> damn, this motherfucker, he bugs me, dude. Right? Oh, totally. He's he like, yes. Because that, but that, I think that's that's the brilliance of Steve Buscemi, right? He's always playing <laughs> yes. like these creeps and stuff like that. Yeah. And I actually read, I pulled the geo, I read yeah. up on the the trivia. He was so uncomfortable playing yeah. that character. Oh, really? That he oh, would after I love after it. after they were done, he would like strip away his uh his wardrobe and like go back into his regular clothes because oh, he hated playing he hated being in that guy's skin you I know love it. yeah i love it See, but he plays it so well right like so he's well. totally like like this immature like yeah. you know yeah. guy like it, it, well, like it, he's so like obsessed with like 
okay i know we're all nerds but like he's so kind of tunnel vision into it like he's so introverted that he can't he isn't able to connect until he meets enid who's also kind of she's not necessarily an introvert but like she's just weird and i guess she's always kind of looking i mean because she's always she's always changing her like her looks or whatever so i think she's trying to also like find maybe who exactly she is yeah and then like she kind of i guess find somebody that dude i guess has has it figured out but their relationship it's it's strange because she looks at him kind of like like you would look at like an ugly dog, right? Like oh yeah. look, it's so like let me take care of it, you know. Yeah. It's like it's it's almost like she takes pity on him, right? right. Also, you I know? think, but I think that's because there, I think there's a bit of guilt. I yeah, don't know. Yeah. I don't think there's but guilt no, for what? Think, like I oh, because of what they did to? Yeah, I don't think so. No, I, don't I think, think what so. it is is coming from a place where she has no self esteem because nobody's ever looked at her and she wants to be that person. And then she's like, "Oh, this guy, like, I'm kind of like cute looking. I'm young. Like, this guy's in like old ugly fuck. Like, of course I'm gonna get him. You know, so she sees him as a sure chance. And like, yeah, she is taking advantage of her position and knowing that he's also looking at her and maybe not wanting to because he's he. I don't think he is that person who's like looking at seventeen year olds. I don't think he is exactly the creep." that he comes off as i think yeah. he becomes that because enid comes into his life and keeps fucking pushing at that door and so i think she's a little bit like trying to she's like manipulating him a little bit yep. you know what i mean oh, yeah, and totally. not, not to say like oh like she knows exactly what she's doing she obviously doesn't because she's young and naive but i mm-hmm. think she's coming from this place where she's like super vulnerable and she's trying to get like an experience you know like that feeling that she's been looking for with her peers like she's not going to get that so I th- I think you're right because like it because it does kind of go with like I said like her appearance like she's always wearing like these kind of loud colors or whatever bright colors except you know she's always trying to be like some her outfits are always always stand out mm-hmm. and even like when she changed her hair like everybody noticed so she's trying to get like you said noticed and I think the only one that kind of you know kind of does that is Bushami or whatever yeah or not even because like he doesn't notice her until like yeah. she literally tells him why not me yeah you've been looking at all these other girls i've been here in front of you this whole time why not me and then that's when it gave him like the green light to like oh okay let's do this that, that that's why the, the movie bugs me so much where he 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 has a girl that likes him that actually likes him yeah. and everything and he just fucking like lets go because of this girl that's where he becomes full creep yeah and then yeah. it's just like it, and it becomes sad too and it comes to a sad point where it's like oh my god like this guy god damn it you know <laughs> but it gets but to, to be fair, i think i think i think that happy though i think either. but i think that that shows like because he's like an emotionally what do you say like stunted person yeah, like, yeah, he, yeah he's yeah. he's immature right so he never like grew up essentially he never got a wife he never got over his like toy fascination right in a way he is what she's going to become right like later in life right she's not going to be able to grow up she's not going to be able to ever be like emotionally involved with other people right because she's Mm -hmm. too weird for lack of a better (laughs) term you know yeah but the 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 way it's played it it fucking worked great cast great cast dude i don't know how they got got them to do it but like it was it was fucking it worked i feel like it's a dark movie but it's also i don't know something about it seems like fun <laughs> yeah it's, it's a whimsically like dark movie like it's, it, yeah it's it's a good it's a good movie i think i think the problem that, that i have and i think that we me geo gino probably kind of have is that we're looking at the characters now 
I think in our yeah. age, right? Yeah. yeah. Where I think the movie is really for people of that age. Cause I saw it literally at that age, at the right yeah. age, right? And I enjoyed it. And it's kind of like when you look back at yourself in that age, like, what the fuck is wrong with me, right? Like, yeah. so stupid. Right? Yeah. Um, so I, I do, I do still enjoy it, even though it's kind of like, it's, I don't, I wouldn't recommend it to many people. Yeah, I don't yeah. think people would kind of like enjoy it or get it. They'll probably just think it's fucking weird. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but in that hipster kind of category, like, like Garden State and like Juno type movies, you know, mm-hmm. I think, I think it's still pretty good. Well, tune in next week. Our new movie is The Trial of the Chicago 7 and Ricardo's pick, which is. Oh, okay. Okay. So my, my pick is going to be, um, like it's a movie I haven't seen and since it came out. I don't know how long ago it came out. Probably like I'ma guess ten years ago. All right. It came out ten years ago. And the only reason I'm picking it is because it has like the fucking cameo that that I love. The movie was good when I watched it, but maybe it's it doesn't it, it, maybe the, the, the jokes don't age well. I don't know. But all I know is that that cameo is the the thing that I never forgot, you know? So like, if you know, don't say it right now. But anyways, so uh, when I saw that movie, it was like, whatever. But I never forgot that cameo. I even got drunk and talked about that cameo. That's how good this cameo was to me, personally. So this movie is top five with Chris Rock. I don't know if you guys ever seen that movie. I haven't even heard of this movie. Top five? Yeah, what is top this? five. I don't think I've ever five. heard of it. Yeah. Oh, cool. Don't look it up, Gio. Just watch the movie probably in somewhere like like in Pluto or some dumb shit. So <laughs> this is a so, movie? Yeah, top five with with it's a it, it was a great watch when I saw it. So then like I don't know. It's been a while. It's been a while. I don't know when it came out, but I remember when I watched it, I was like, oh this movie. Are you sure it came out? Because I've never heard of this movie. Yeah, so top Damn. five. Right? Chris Rock is the star in this movie. Right? So that's my pick. Please don't forget to follow us on Instagram and I'll do reviews, Twitter at and it is on Pluto. Pluto. Sorry. <laughs> well, that helps. I don't have to pay for this movie. <laughs> You just interrupt my fucking social. Media. I thought it was a Pluto. What's I got to say? <laughs> what the? So if you want to watch along, go to Pluto, watch it. Pluto TV, drop in, it's free. Mm-hmm. Good shit. So you'll be ready for our next episode. Is that Pluto's like slogan or something? It is. I oh, thought you guys God. had a for this bullshit. Oh my god. <laughs> Hashtag. Hey, not sorry, paid. sorry, sorry, Gina. Go ahead. I apologize. Podpage.com forward slash and not the lead. That's our full episodes. Good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.